0: Welcome to Ops Fitness Podcast with your host, Scott Bisbee. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ops Fitness Podcast. have a really uh, great guest with me this week, and that is Jacob. Jacob, how are you?
1: Amazing, amazing.
0: Great. Can you tell me where you're located? I'm in Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas, right on. And how's the weather down there today?
1: It was actually beautiful today. We've we've had some pretty rainy and a little bit cold for this area, but um, today was actually some sunshine and pretty nice.
0: Nice, awesome. Uh, I would uh love to go to uh, Texas uh, for a vacation. We were actually talking about it uh, as a family about a year or two ago on the coast. Uh, it's amazing down there
1: yeah there's some beautiful places yeah
0: so uh can you tell uh the audience a little a bit about yourself uh what did what trade did you do in the military and uh what are you doing now
1: um so in the military, i was uh, thirteen years active duty in the United States coast guard um I did a little bit of counter drug and counter narcotics uh counter uh illegal immigration um some illegal fisheries for my first couple years um i was also uh a rescue swimmer on the vessel um then i transitioned to doing more of safety and security for uh facilities and uh marine transportation uh related uh, activities and then i also did some environmental protection and uh, cleanup Uh, for any type of major oil or hazmat spills uh, that occur in the U.S. and um, major U.S. waterways, um, mainly throughout the southeast U.S. for most of my time. And now, yeah, now I um, have my own business. Uh, I'm a fitness professional here in Houston, Texas. Um, I've been working on developing that for uh, about five years. Um, And and just left active duty in November of 2017 to chase it full time. And um, I'm doing pretty well so far.
0: Nice. That's great. Hazmat spills, uh, I could speak from experience, are a pain to clean up.
1: Yeah, there's not a whole lot you can do. You kind of try to mitigate the situation and go from there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And uh, I learned uh kitty litter for uh some spills like uh diesel and all that Oh, godsend.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it, there's a lot of different ways and um a lot of it is just natural materials that you can actually use to support the cleanup. It's just such a time-consuming and messy situation mostly that you got to make sure that uh you clean everything up uh, slowly and with a step-by-step process.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so do you work by yourself now or do you have staff, uh, with you
1: or? Currently I am by myself. Uh, I do have a business partner and we're developing more of our, uh, full, uh, actual location. I'm, I built a garage gym, um, and I also am a mobile trainer as well. Um, but I'm trying to bring most of my clients to my garage at this point and, uh, just kind of really cement my, um, systems and get everything that we're doing. Um, we, we feel it's pretty unique and, uh, the way that we coach and the way that we train is a little bit, uh, more education based, uh, a little bit slower and, uh, takes a lot more, um, consideration in giving our clients uh, more knowledge of the movement processes and the actual principles that help you to you know, maintain a healthier life instead of just helping them lose weight or just helping them get stronger.
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh, we're actually a lot similar in a lot of ways because I uh, had a studio and I basically had to move everything into my garage before we moved. So I was uh, basically training people out of my garage and uh, doing mobile training. And now since we moved, uh some of my stuff is still at the old house and I'm still trying to uh, sell it. And I brought like my squat rack and my kettlebells in my basement uh, in the house we have right now.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah, I was kind of going through some of your history and some of the stuff you have. The website's really good. Uh, I really like your website and it looked like it, um, you took a, little t- a lot of time to really put everything together.
0: Yeah, Thank you. That means a lot. Um, so what is your target demographic?
1: So really I focus on functional aging um, and it came about just kind of by chance. Um, I took a job training at a local facility and was training give or take 20 hours a week at first while I was still on active duty. And majority of my clients Tended to be older. They most of them were sixty plus. I probably averaged sixty years old, and I really enjoyed it. I really had a good time. They enjoyed with being with me They really take what I teach them and apply it consistently. And they know how much of a difference it can make. And they they seem to be honestly mo- more dedicated than most other clients. Cool. So I can I continue to. Follow that path and embrace uh, what I believe God had given me and do my best to make a difference in that realm. That's that's my mission now is to focus on functional aging and change the way that our world sees aging. That's great.
0: And uh, most of my uh, clients were uh, over uh, 65 years of age. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so you've had a bunch of hardships growing up. Uh, you were saying in the written interview, um, what made you decide to become the person you are today uh, coming from a broken home and what made the switch, so to speak, what made you say, I got to get all of this. And uh, yeah.
1: Well, definitely um, a dynamic childhood for sure. Yeah. And uh I, have continued to I think search for the answers really instead of running for from hardship or running from difficult situations I decided to figure out how to take them on figure out how to overcome them by becoming a stronger more capable more more able more dedicated person and throughout my life it was something that just continued to fulfill me more and showed me continuously that there was so much more to everyday life than dealing with so many things that you were almost deciding to put on to yourself. So I think me personally I had to go somewhere. I knew my entire life that there was something more. I knew that there was going to be something more. I knew that I wasn't just going to be able to stay in my hometown and stay Uh, where I was from in that situation and, and be okay with it. So I just continued to seek. I continued to try to grow. I continued to try to find answers. And joining the Coast Guard was a big piece of that. It helped me to find some structure and find enough organization to really not be in trouble, not follow down a bad path. I had friends, obviously, that had to be responsible, really had no choice. And from there, it just continued on to figuring myself out. I had some hardships when I first joined the military because I was kind of running my life before then. And to listen to somebody else was a a hard thing to do at first. And it really came on more and more. My first two years when I took ownership of my actions, I took ownership of my life. And that was the only thing I could do. I could only work to be better. I could only work to grow. I could only work to make a difference because that's what fulfilled me. Instead of just filling my time, it fulfilled my heart, it fulfilled my passion, it fulfilled my purpose. And the shift just kind of continued on and led me to where I am today.
0: Right on. That is pretty remarkable because not a lot of people uh, come out of that uh, a lot stro- a lot stronger. And when they do, they usually uh, reach the stratosphere. Like you uh, read so many articles about celebrities that have come from uh, broken homes and all that stuff, and they became a better person. So I really uh, commend you for that. That's awesome.
1: Thanks, thanks. Dedication and consistency.
0: For sure. So um, why do you think fitness should be important for the first responder?
1: I think uh, first responding is obviously the, the name says it right there in front of you. If you're not able to respond immediately, quickly, smartly, with control, then you're not necessarily doing your job. So as a first responder, physically being capable is number one. Uh, if you can't get there and you can't help when you are there, you really aren't able to even do the job you're supposed to be. Uh, and so it's so demanding consistently both mentally and physically that the stressors continue on and if you don't have a way of understanding what heals your body the way of understanding how to deal with stress the way of understanding how to fuel yourself it's going to break you down and especially in that world it can be hard to admit even when you are dealing with something like that so fitness has to be built in so they have First responders have no choice but to learn and to understand how to take care of themselves.
0: How important was uh, fitness when you were a rescue swimmer for the Coast Guard?
1: It was majorly important. Um, the amount of stress uh, that is brought on when you're in a situation like that becomes overwhelming uh, to a certain extent. Uh, initially. um, I pretty much kind of snapped into action after that, but the amount of energy it takes and the amount of energy that it requires, you don't necessarily understand it until you are in one of those positions. And I guess that's really why they make you go through all the tests. They make you go through all the physical challenges to see if you can prove yourself in a stressful situation. And for me, it definitely played a role in quite a few different situations.
0: For sure. In the last five years, what new belief, behavior, or habit has most improved your life?
1: For me, I think knowing that I'm going somewhere in my professional life that is going to make a difference not only in my life, but in those around me. And understanding that no matter how long it took or no matter how many obstacles I have to overcome, that I will get there. And this is what I'm meant to do. Um, And that's just a consistent goal that really drives everything that I pretty much do. Um, And I am dedicated to continuing no matter what I have to face. And I think, so the habit for me would just be believing in my mission and believing in my passion and believing in what I know I'm supposed to do.
0: Right on. Now this may be a little morbid, but uh, if you had two weeks left to live, what
1: would you do? If I had two weeks left to live, I would honestly continue to do a lot of the things I already do. Um, Awesome. I I really do live life to the fullest every single chance I get. Um, I, I go home, when I can to see my family. Um, I consistently tell my family how much they mean to me. Um, I've been a very open and and honest communicator. I give it all when I'm training. Um, I often go over on my sessions consistently, which is not very good business practice, but, um, when I see someone needs it or someone has something that's bothering them, I shift almost from coach to psychologist to, And just turn into, hey, let's get after this. Let's live the life we're supposed to live. You know, not everybody is guaranteed another day on this earth, so you must step up and you must continue to step forward no matter what you're facing.
0: Yeah, and uh, you just hit the nail on the head because as personal trainers, uh, sometimes you're not actually training the client because I can tell you the amount of times um, I had a client come in that something was bothering them and. Yeah, you kind of figure it out and make them feel better, right? Because you want them to uh, uh, leave better when they uh, leave, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's holistic health. And if someone's under stress and someone's already feeling down, you don't want to also add stress that's not necessarily healthy. So you might alter some of your strength exercises to more fun and interactive exercises or you might do some savasana or some meditation uh, added in that you may not have before. But I think that's what a good coach is, is someone who truly cares first and then applies their knowledge and their experience after that.
0: Exactly. I read a great book. Not sure if you read it, but I highly recommend it. It's called uh, strong medicine. You could find it off of uh, dragon door, I believe, but, uh, uh, they had. They were talking about what's called a stress cup, and uh, if the if the client or person is uh, stressed uh, during the day, and you give them say uh, like a kettlebell or a CrossFit style workout, their stress cup could over- overflow, and you could potentially give them more harm than good. That was a huge eye opener for me.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'll definitely have to check that book out, but it's, I mean, even good stress is stress and yeah. they actually call it, they actually call it you stress. Um, and uh, you have to balance it every single thing out. And, and I think that's what you know. good coaches are really all about. Yeah,
0: exactly. So if you could have a gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, what would it say and why?
1: That's a good one. That's a good one um gigantic billboard anywhere yeah. I think for me the biggest thing is being open being connected consistently so something to the tune of have you connected with someone deep enough to laugh cry and love today. And I think that's if you, every day of my life, I try to do something that's going to make me laugh, cry and love. And, and, you know, I think that's a big piece of, of being human and a big piece of living life to the fullest. Yeah,
0: for sure. So my next question, when you feel overwhelmed or unfocused, what do you do?
1: Meditate is a huge thing for me, um, and meditation can take multi-forms, but a piece of it is prayer for me. A piece of it is, um, I also do breathing techniques. Uh, I sometimes do Wim Hof or sometimes do purse uh, breathing, or different different uh, tactics like that. But I think nature and meditation and breathing are, are big uh, relaxers for me. Help me to calm down and de-stress.
0: Nice. What exactly
1: brought you into uh, meditation? I think a big thing for me with meditation, honestly, uh, was between uh, Tony Robbins and Tim Ferriss, listening to them, because I'm a type A person. I, and I, if you were to ask any of my family or my friends, you would never think that they probably would still not believe that I'm able to meditate. But I'm actually able to solidly meditate and even transcendental to. Um, able to uh, manifest and everything for a solid 15 to 20 minutes on most days.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, married to a type A, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it can be hard. It can be hard, but it can also be a, a very big game changer if you do feel stress and you can't really grasp what it is, you know, and you can't really focus on pinpointing that thing.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. So what advice would you give to a smart-driven kid that wants to become a first responder, like uh, military, police, or firefighter, or, or say, paramedic?
1: I think the thing that you have to understand is it's going to take all you've got. And it's very, very rewarding in a lot of ways, but it's so demanding in a lot of ways. So go in all out. And try to get as much training and try to get as much knowledge and try to take advantage of as many experiences as you possibly can.
0: Awesome. Great. So, this is the last portion of the podcast. Uh, it's called No Bull. So, it'll be rapid fire questions. Are you ready?
1: <laughs> I'm ready.
0: Awesome. Best purchase under $100. Planner.
1: Nice. Specifically, the Fit Pro Planner.
0: Right on. Yeah, that, that's uh, good. I haven't used it in a while, but uh, <laughs> when I use it, no, uh, it was good. I, sh- I sh- uh, should start getting back to it. So the next one is favorite exercise.
1: Recently, it would have to be the pull-up. Pull-up.
0: Nice. Beatles or Rolling Stones?
1: Beatles. Nice.
0: What's your favorite piece of exercise equipment? My body. Great. Top three favorite books. The Bible. Nice.
1: Marcus Marcus Aurelius' Meditations. Nice. And, and um, Simon Sinek's Why.
0: That's a good one Favorite song
1: I would have to say Somewhere Over the Rainbow It's sung by The Hawaiian guy I'm trying to think of his name right now He passed away But the Hawaiian version of uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow Okay
0: Hang on And any quotes you live by?
1: I think you either build obstacles or you build options.
0: Like that. Like that. So that's basically the end of the podcast, Jacob. Are there any putting remarks you would like to say? And if uh, somebody wants to get a hold of you, how can they?
1: Well... First and foremost, I want to say thank you for allowing me to come on and speak. And uh, I really think that uh, as fitness professionals and as first responders with experience, it's big to, to give back and to try to show that um, we have really uh, sacrificed a lot for our countries. And we're proud of it and we don't take it for granted. And there's so much more in life that, that you can do if, uh, if you are struggling. Um, I have a lot of friends who uh, have faced hardships uh, since they left the service. Um so I, I like to always give a shout out to anyone who's um considering suicide or thinking about suicide, please don't. We're here for you. Um please reach out. Uh one of the missions I support is called Mission Twenty Two. Um there's so many veteran organizations out there, but uh that's one that I'm an ambassador for. But uh please reach out and please know that um you are loved and you are respected um, and everything that you've gone through. Um, a lot of others have and can relate as well. Um, I think that's a big piece for me. And uh, the next thing I would you know, kind of leave everyone with is uh, life is really full of options and full of possibilities. Um, sometimes you just need to slow down and, and see what it is that you're really looking for. So don't take your days for granted. Um, time passes at the same pace. So just kind of slow down and see what it is that uh, you really need in life and go after it. And to get in touch with me, you can go to triaffect.com, T-R-I-A-F-F-E-C-T. Or you can go to Facebook slash and check me out there. Uh, everything on Twitter as well as triaffect, T-R-I-A-F-F-E-C-T. Um, and that's really the two places I, I've used most are um, Facebook and Twitter.
0: Well, uh, I wanted to thank you again, Jacob. That was a great interview, and uh, I hope everyone else liked it. And I'll see everyone in a few weeks. Thanks, everyone. Mm